We acknowledge the Aboriginal people of Victoria, the First Nations, and offer respects to Elders, both past and present. Welcome to a new podcast series for carers by Kinship Carers Victoria. Happiness is a choice. Dr Sanjeev Chopra is a professor of medicine at the Harvard Medical School, a best-selling author and sought-after motivational speaker who is often referred to as a happiness guru. In an episode of The Bucket podcast at thebucket.com, broadcast on the 10th of October 2019, Dr Chopra spoke about his book, The Two Most Important Days, How to Find Your Purpose and Live a Happy and Healthy Life. This KCV podcast draws both on the contents of his book and that Bucket podcast to present evidence on how happiness can be a choice in our lives. In his book, The Two Most Important Days, Dr Chopra speaks of four traits required for happiness. Having friends, practicing forgiveness, doing for others, and gratitude. According to Dr Chopra, if we can follow these four tenets, we will increase what is called our happiness quotient. He says this happiness quotient can be measured A formula for measuring has been created based on studies of both identical and fraternal twins. The formula says that about 50% of our happiness is genetic. 10% of happiness depends on having the basic essentials for living, like a roof over your head and running water. But about 40% comes through voluntary action, or what we can do to make others happy. Chopra insists that one of the best ways for us to be happy is to make others happy. Then there is the importance of gratitude in creating happiness. Dr Chopra refers to another book by Sir Robert Emmons called Thanks. Emmons, the father of modern positive psychology, did a randomised study where he asked half of the study group to jot down three things they did at the end of the day and the other half to jot down three things they were grateful for. At the end of six weeks, the level of happiness amongst the people who were expressing gratitude had gone up by an astounding 25%. Chopra refers here to an anonymous quote, if you don't know the language of gratitude, you'll never be on speaking terms with happiness. There's another landmark study called the Catholic Nun Study. In the 1930s, the Mother Superior Court gave 180 nuns a piece of paper and told them to write down a little bit about who they were and what they were looking forward to. All of the nuns were single, nobody drank, nobody smoked, nobody was married, and they all lived in the same convent. Seven decades later, researchers examining the study classified the nuns into those who expressed either low gratitude or high gratitude. An example of the high gratitude would be something like, I'm looking forward with joy to serving the Lord and I'm so happy to be here. And what were the discoveries from the study? On average, the nuns who expressed higher gratitude in their comments lived 10 years longer. In this time of coronavirus, people are creating inventive ways to stay in touch with family and friends. So obviously, people already have an appreciation of relationships and friendships. Chopra then refers to the Harvard Grand Study on Adult Development. 
This study was featured in the Kinship Carers Victoria Wellbeing Magazine number one and is well worth looking at. This study has been underway for almost eight decades. It began by tracking 600 young people, all 21 years of age. 300 went to Harvard, while the other 300 ranged from the poor parts of Boston, Dorchester and West Roxbury. Respondents have been monitored with yearly questionnaires, physical examinations, blood tests and home visits. Over the decades, some became lawyers, doctors, accountants and admirals, while others became Skid Row alcoholics and derelicts. One became US President, John F. Kennedy. In 2017, 19 participants were still alive at the age of 91. The major conclusion of the study is that loneliness is toxic and your satisfaction with the relationships with your friends at age 50 is a major predictor of your health, happiness and longevity. Friendships turn out to be a better indicator of health and happiness than blood pressure, ECG results, cholesterol levels and inflammatory markers in the blood. Robert Waldinger, who is the current principal investigator of the Harvard Study of Adult Development, has given a TED talk about this study and its findings. It's well worth listening to. According to Waldinger, loneliness kills. It's as powerful as smoking or alcoholism. Good relationships don't just protect our bodies, they protect our brains. And those good relationships, they don't have to be smooth all the time. Some of our octogenarian couples could bicker with each other day in and day out, but as long as they felt they could really count on the other when the going got tough, those arguments didn't take a toll on their memories. Dr. Chopra strongly believes in the positive influence of forgiveness. He reminds us that Gandhi said, the weak can never forgive. Forgiveness is the attribute of the strong. He also quotes the Buddha, Resentment is like holding a hot coal with the intent of hurling it at somebody who's offended you. That person has moved on and you're burning your hand. Dr. Chopra goes on to cite the example set by Nelson Mandela after 27 years in prison. When Mandela was released and asked if he harbored resentment against his captors, he replied, I have no bitterness. I have no resentment. Resentment is like drinking poison and then hoping it will kill your enemies. Apart from gratitude, forgiveness and friendship, Dr. Chopra discusses other character traits and behaviours which contribute to our happiness. He refers to Albert Schweitzer, who was awarded the 1952 Nobel Peace Prize. At the award acceptance ceremony, Schweitzer spoke with great humility. He said, now I have to go earn it. Schweitzer also once said, I don't know what your destiny will be, but one thing I'm certain of is the ones amongst you who will be truly happy are those who have sought and found how to serve. That's the concept right there, that true leaders exist to serve, to help others. Again, this is one of the four tenets of happiness. Chopra also believes that if you want sustained happiness, you have to find your purpose in life and then go and actively live it. At the front of his book is the complete quote by Mark Twain, from which he derived the title of his book. The two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. Chopra gives many examples in his book of incredible people who have found happiness and their life's purpose after having witnessed something stark, negative or jolting. Many have said to themselves afterwards, you know what? 
I want to try and make a difference here. And it's then that this becomes their life's purpose. This further underlines the belief that happiness comes from doing for others. In the book, Dr. Chopra also writes about failure being essential to growth. He refers us here to Winston Churchill, who said, success is going from failure to failure without lack of enthusiasm. And courage is rightly esteemed the first of human qualities because it is the quality that guarantees all others. He urges people to still take risks when older, to not just put their lives on cruise control. But with these risks, people should never stop reaching out to friends and colleagues as mentors for support and advice. Not enough people do this. Chopra also quotes Stephen Southwick from Southwick's book on resilience. Face your fears. Avoiding fears strengthens them. Facing them, even for a few moments, allows the brain to weaken the fear connection. Dr. Chopra offers an exercise on how to help us find purpose in our lives. He and a friend called Adrian Wilkins have conducted workshops called An Invitation to Happiness, in which participants were given 30 blank pieces of card and asked for a month to write down at the end of the day three or four things they did during the day and to give each one a ranking from one, meaning it made them feel pretty miserable, to 10 if what they did made them feel lucky and blissful. At the end of the month, the participants looked at everything that they had ranked from one to five and struck them out. They then looked at the things they gave a score of six or more. These are what made them happy. This is what resonated with them. And, says Chopra, this is where their life purpose was. In conclusion, let's note one more story Dr. Chopra speaks about in the podcast. He mentions a nurse he knows who works in a hospice and who has interviewed about a thousand patients as they approach the end of their lives. He says they all commonly express the following sentiments. I should have spent more time with friends. I should have traveled more. I should have been a bigger person. I should have said I'm sorry. I should have said I love you more often. I should have had the courage to pursue my dreams and aspirations. Here are their big regrets. Nobody was saying I should have lived in a big mansion in Beverly Hills or belonged to three country clubs or got a new Ferrari every two years or every six months. Chopra's point is that we have to concentrate on actively practicing that first list of things, the things that really matter right now. KCV is offering the first five kinship carers to contact the office after listening to this podcast a free copy of Dr Chopper's book, The Two Most Important Days. The KCV office can be contacted on 03-9372-2422 or at director at grandparents.com.au. This podcast series is made possible through funding provided by the Victorian Government's Department of Health and Human Services.